Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Baseball Brothers Podcast. This is uh, your host, Sam, and we have our other host, Jeremy, on the line. Hello. Hello, hello. Um, Cole might call in. Our other host, Cole, might call in later. Not sure if he'll be on on this episode or not. But anyway, guys, just welcome. This is our usual Saturday episode. Our goal is to have at least two a week uh, in the off season for sure. Regular season, probably more. But anyway, what we're doing is we're going to be going through a team-by-team episode recap of their offseason, kind of the current state of their franchise, what lies ahead, and kind of how they did last year. So just kind of an all-encompassing recap. And we're starting – we're kind of working at the bottom, but we are going to go by divisions. And so today's episode, we're going to talk about the Baltimore Orioles, which – some would question why we would start with them, but that's just what we decided. Um, they're the AL East. They did finish in last place. Jeremy, why don't you tell them some facts of last season from the Orioles? All right, so uh, they were the worst team in the league. Uh, it wasn't even close. Um, so they had 47 wins, 115 losses. Um, they uh, were fifth place in the AL East. Uh, obviously a tough division, but I feel like even if they were in any division, they'd have 100 losses. That did not matter. Um, yep. Here are little, little team stats. They were 26th in team OPS, um, uh, 30th in team ERA, uh, 20th in bullpen ERA, 30th in starter ERA. So Obviously, pitching is probably the worst in the league. So That would be their main issue. They traded yep. away Manny Machado there really their only good offensive player at the deadline. Uh, and I'm, from my understanding, they didn't even get that much like, of a good haul, right? They, like, the prospects they got weren't very good, right? Yeah, it was okay. Because it was more of a rental, teams weren't going to give up as much. In fact, there was a point where beginning of the season they thought, okay, let's trade Manny in May. May didn't happen. June didn't happen. So, yeah, they did not get the return that a lot of experts thought they would get. I mean, they did get a few interesting guys. I'll have to look into that sometime. But it was not the haul that some other players that were traded of his caliber in the last couple of years. Yeah, not only did they trade Machado, they traded Zach Britton, um, yep. Kevin Gosman, Scope, Darren O'Day, and Brad Bo- Brock, I think is how you say it. Yep. They traded six of their players away at the deadline. So it went from bad to just the worst pretty quickly. Yeah, and they honestly, I mean, I really felt for their manager, Buck Showalter, who is now gone. I mean, he, he's a good manager. He's been around the game a long time. He did lead him to the postseason, I think, once or twice. They did collapse mm-hmm. during the postseason. But still, 
you just feel for a manager like that to go out on that season and he did not I mean he he didn't get fired, he just kinda stepped away. So Yeah, the last time in the playoffs they uh they uh instead of putting in Zach Burton to close out the inning, they put Ubaldo Ubaldo Jimenez into the game. Yep. And I think you ended up giving up like a home run or something like that and then they lost. Yeah, and actually that was against the Blue Jays. And they got ridiculed like crazy for that um, because, yeah, Britain was on fire. You know, we might be talking a different outcome of those playoffs if uh, Britain came in. Yeah, I have no idea why why they wouldn't put him in, but that's what they decided. Um, so now, fast forward to now, the season. Uh, obviously, uh, Sam talked about it earlier, but they fired, you know, they didn't really fire the manager. He, he, I think he said he stepped away. So they did fire their GM, uh, Dan Duquette, if you say it. So they have a whole new GM. Yep. Uh, we'll be talking about him a little bit later. Um, yep. So I kind of wrote down, like, the notable prospects they have. They don't have a ton. You know, that, yep. Despite being a bad team, their their farm system is, is one of the worst. So, uh, But they did draft this guy. His name is Grayson Rodriguez. He's a right-handed pitcher. He's in rookie ball this uh, past season. Uh, he's supposed mm-hmm. to be pretty good. I think 90 mile per hour slider or something like that. So, wow. he, he's supposed to be pretty good for them, but that's obviously in a few years. Um, the main guy to look out for is Ryan uh, Mount Mountcastle, third baseman. Uh, he was okay. in Double A last season. They have high hopes for him, and then also Eusneil uh, Diaz, outfielder, also in Double A mm-hmm. last season. So these are players that to look out for in like spring training kind of uh, kind of players that could see call ups um like later in the season. Uh, they'll probably start in triple A though. Right. Um yeah, do you do you know any other prospects or something you want to add? I don't really know any offhand. I I'm assuming a couple of those guys were any of those guys in the Machado trade. I, I didn't know exactly but um they, yeah, it's pretty thin. They honestly, I think they have one of the worst minor league farm systems to go along with one of the worst major league teams. It's not a good combo, exactly. Yeah, so so this was this is like their typical starting lineup uh, last season. So they had they have Joey Rickard, left fielder, uh, Mark Trumbo, uh, DH, or I think he played first base or something. Um, Jonathan Villar, they have Adam Jones. I think Adam Jones is like a free agent this year or something. Uh, Trey Mancini, mm-hmm. Tim Beckham, Chris Davis, um, Renato Nunez, uh, Austin Lines, and Cedric Mullins. Like, I don't even know most of those players, so they're not a great. Yeah, idea. they're not household names. And of those players, uh, Adam Jones and Tim Beckham are both uh, free agents in the next season. Uh, Tim Beckham's 29, so, I mean, he's pretty young, but Adam Jones is like 33, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure who they'll resign there. It doesn't really matter. Again, it's no, they – Yeah, and their hardest thing is they don't exactly have – they don't have a manager right now. They just hired the GM. Did we talk about where he came from? Did you mention that? Mm-mm. No. Okay. So, 
They did just hire a GM. He's young. He's either going to be 36 this month at some point, or he just turned 36. But um, he broke in with the Cardinals. Um, he started the Cardinals in 2007 and quickly went through the ranks. He's buddies with Astros GM Jeff Lunau, and that's how he got to Houston. And with Houston, uh, he was he would do basically he was analytics focused. And that's where the game is going. From more, the research I found out is Dan Duquette, their old GM, he had fallen behind at the times. He didn't do a lot of analytics or international scouting, which those are two huge important factors with today's baseball. And this guy has a background in that. So I think they're obviously trying to catch up with other teams. Granted, not all teams are, are analytics driven, but that's kind of what they, they see the trends. They see what the Red Sox, Cubs, and teams like that have done. And, well, obviously, I got to say the A's. They were the first team to do it. But they're trying to catch up. And their first step, they need to get a, a manager. There's rumors with a couple interviews they're doing, but they don't have a manager yet. It's almost 2019. That's They're getting a little late here in the process. They they do want to interview the Cubs bench coach, uh, Hyde, um, mm-hmm. Brandon Hyde. And he has some experience with Matt, and he's been there since 2013. And it wouldn't surprise me if they interview him um, because he's been interviewed from other baseball teams. And then the other names, I actually, none of the other names really stood out to me. So you're not going to see Joe Girardi. He won't even consider it. There's some other decent managers out there that don't want to rebuild, which is looking like a lengthy rebuild at that. Yeah, we're talking like multiple, multiple, multiple years. Yeah, I, I, I mean this. This is, like that. this is a bigger mess than the Cubs were when Theo took him over in 2010. This is a big mess. I mean, you don't have any real trade chips anymore. Those are been all expelled or you know used up. Um, yeah, and no one really wants. Chris Davis had some great seasons, but no one will want that contract that he's currently yeah, playing for. That, that's one of the main things that they need to do. They need to find a way to get rid of that contract if they can, you know. It's just so hard, yeah. obviously, because after his awful season, you know, one of the worst seasons ever, um, yeah. who's going to want it? So, uh, that contract. If, no one will want the contract, I can tell you that. Um, last season, just to give a reference, so Chris Davis, if you don't know who he is, you really should because in 2013 he had 53 homers. That's where he got this contract. 2015, he had 47. So he led the majors two seasons in the last five years or so. Uh, but he's only been a one all-star game. He's, I think he's an okay defensive player. He's okay. But he used to be an on-base machine. But now if you look at his stats, like just to give you a reference, his last season, I think you touched on it. Yeah, he hit, um, what was it? He had OPS of 243. He batted 168, 16 homers and 49 RBI. That's terrible. And his wins above replacement was a negative 2.8. So he almost cost the, the Orioles three games this season just from that. Just so, by himself. Just by himself, so you, yeah. And just, you take them out of games and they've, they have three more wins, essentially. Yeah, it's crazy. And just to put it in perspective, he's never been a huge average hitter. 
He had his highest career season was 270 or 286, 270, 276, 262. And in the last three years, he's dropped steadily. It's 221, 215, and then 168. So that's not, I mean, granted, I don't think he'll be as bad next season, but I, I don't think realistically there's projections. I think his average is going to climb up to 200. And they think his home run total. I think, yeah, no one wants that. And he's only 33. So, yeah. it's not good. Uh, There's a couple not good contracts, and that's probably – and he's getting paid $23 million a year till 2020, through the 2020 season. Tw- ooh, sorry, yeah. 2022 season. So, that's almost $100 million yeah. owed to him. And that's in yep. four years. Yep, and baseball and contracts, we don't know – yeah, baseball contracts are guaranteed too. He's getting yeah, that. 100%. Um, and so moving on to off-season moves, some moves they can make right now that would help them yep. a lot. And so yeah. one of my categories that I had was, uh, and this would be this this is the structure we'll follow for all these teams. The first thing I had is free agent needs. So like what positions do they need? I literally yep. wrote everything because they need everything. Um, but the most important would obviously be starting pitching because despite signing Alex Cobb and Kashner, mm-hmm. they uh, were still the worst starting pitching team in the whole league. Like Alex Cobb, he had, like a ter- he had his worst career year, um, and Kashner wasn't great. Um, I, what's his name? Um, what is that guy? Who's that one pitcher? He started really well beginning of the season. For Baltimore? Uh, for the Orioles. Yeah, for Baltimore. Um, He's one of the starting pitchers. I'd have to look here. I can look that up for you. you can keep talking. I'll look that up for you. Um, yeah, so starting pitching is obviously the biggest thing that they need. Um, another big one is hitters that can hit for a high average or just get on base because most of their players, they just, they have. I think they had, what was it? I, I mentioned it earlier. Their uh, team OPS is 26. Wow, uh, they're actually like four, they're fourteenth in home runs. Like power's not really that much of an issue. Like they're higher than the yeah. Cubs are in, in power, but their average is almost lower. It's funny. So they need that, and then they need uh, new and young relievers. Um, mm-hmm. The only good relievers they even have left are kind of older. So that's one thing they need. Um, as far as uh, players that can be called up. I touched on it a little bit earlier, but Mountain Castle is the main one. Uh, he's infield. He's looking to replace Machado in the diamond for like a few years. Um, yeah, who did you find in this picture? Yeah, so I think you're talking about Chris Tillman. He used to pitch there. They ended up getting rid of him. They traded oh, him away. No, Dylan Bundy. Dylan Bundy. Dylan, yeah, Bundy. Yeah, that was, that was my second guess. Yeah, beginning but, of the like first half of the season, he was like sub three ERA, and yeah. he, you know he was up there, and then all of a sudden he just got shelled like time after yeah, time. He, like, gave I, up, he had, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forty one homers he gave up in one hundred and seventy one yeah. innings. That's not good. Lackey did that his last season a couple of years ago. Um, they had three pitchers lose over fifteen games. That's bad. And you'd say, oh, it's the defense. Well, their ERAs were all over 4-9. They had four – they had a lot – yeah, they have a lot of starting pitches with 
bad ERAs. Yeah, it's it's a mess. Not to forget, um, Dylan Bundy. I think he had a game where he um, didn't register an out and allowed like six or seven runs or something like that. Didn't register an out, got taken out of the game. Wow, that's that's what pitchers on the worst pitching team in the league do right there. Um, yep. Let's see, um, possible trades that Orioles can make. Really, they don't have many pieces, but. The only thing I could see them trading for would be uh, some some relievers or something like that. You know, just like yeah, you know, trades like trading um, player to be named later or cash for some reliever or something like that. That's what teams normally do. Um, well, yeah, they're just gonna have to sign some tier three free agents just to fill some spots. That's kind of what you're looking at. Yeah. Just trying to yeah fill roster spots at this point because no one's gonna want to sign there. Like I don't think I don't think Bryce yeah. Harper will be going to the Orioles. Um, nope. <laughs> um, and then I said their focus when signing free agents should be uh, high average contact hitters and then uh, mm-hmm. you know just decent pitchers like anything helps at this point. Um, yeah. And we are yep. on Chris Davis. He's got to go obviously. Um, well, so, yeah, and they're losing. Awesome. And they're losing. Um, they do now. They have when he's healthy. Mark Trumbo is actually a pretty good player, but he only played in half the games last season. So he's not a bad piece, but he's not as he's not very young anymore. They also are losing Adam Jones, who's been there the last eleven seasons. Had four gold gloves, but he was just a consistent hitter. I went. He wouldn't wow me ever, but he had some good seasons. But. They're getting younger, as they should do. They just need to gut, keep gutting the team, what's left of it, and, you know, I guess trade Trumbull for something. They should. Yeah. They, well, yeah, that's about the last thing they have. They might as well try. So, moving on to the last segment, we're going to talk about our 2019 prediction for the Orioles. Yep. Um, so record-wise, what do you think would be a reasonable record? Oh for the man, let me think here. Let's see. Last season they were forty-seven and one fifteen. I would assume I'm going to go. I think they're going to go fifty and one hundred and twelve. Fifty and That's pretty close to what I had. I, I I was pretty generous. I gave them fifty-five wins. Okay. One hundred and seven. So somewhere in between so, those two um, will be what we uh, agree they will lose a hundred games. Yeah, we're in agreement yeah, with that. No doubt. You can bet on that. Um another thing I had, I had players uh one player I thought would have a breakout season and then one player I thought would have uh like a bat like a down year. So for mm-hmm. breakout season I think Alex Cobb will have a, a, a better year than last year. I think it was a yep. little bit of a fluke. You know, because he, you know he's a better player than what his ERA showed. Um, I agree. And I think Trey Mancini won't have a great year next year. I just, just kind of a random guess. No, I I actually am in agreement with all those. Kind of what I was thinking too, because I actually had Mancini in fantasy, and the year before he was just a breakout player and was awesome, but I ended up cutting him. Yeah, he just kind of fell out. He kind of fell off. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I have a friend who's a big Orioles fan. He's telling me, like, two years ago, he's telling me Mancini was, like, the next, you know, good Orioles player. 
And then this mm-hmm. year he's telling me that he's been really disappointing. So I'm predicting that that'll continue. Uh, you yeah. never know. You uh, never know. One more throws are good. Yeah. yeah. It's baseball, so you never know. But uh, another thing I had uh, was to talk about where they'd go in the playoffs or what their draft position would be if they don't make the playoffs. <laughs> so I, I had them as being the worst team in the league again. Yeah. And so yeah. if they had the first pick, what, what position do you – you uh, pick with that? Well, it's really hard because they already have the first pick for this coming draft. And what player? Oh, man. I would. I don't know exactly a player, but I think they should get pitching. Yeah, pitching. For sure pitching. You got to start there. Or get yourself a first baseman. Yeah. But yeah. Any, anything but Chris Davis at this point. Right. Um, and I feel bad. He's a good dude, but just can't play anymore. But see, they right, guaranteed so. the first round pick and it was in June or July, whenever the draft is. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. See what they do with that. Um, yep. But that pretty much does it for Orioles talk. Mm-hmm. Do you have any random kind of news? Yeah. Let's just kind of roll random. through the news feed here. Um, and middle of the week next week, we're going to. We'll pick a time. Well, eventually we'll get locked in times, but at some point next week we will do a news episode. It was kind of fun to do. We'll just have a little better organization. We're working on that. We'll get there. Uh, we'll hopefully have Cole on. Um, we have Mike Napoli retired. So for those who oh, don't yeah. know, yeah, he played catcher, played a little first base, played some DH. Um, just some stats. He played for four teams. No, he played for a few teams twice. So he was selected in the 17th round of the 2000 draft out of high school. He started off slow in a career, but he ended up being in three World Series, winning one in the 2013 Red Sox. The other two World Series then was, let me think, for sure it was against the Cubs as an Indians player, obviously. Um, can I read some career stats for you? He had majestic home runs, you know, moonshot home runs. Great clubhouse guy. Spent 12 major league seasons, seven playoff teams. He's an all-around good player, and he did play for, like, the Rangers at least three times. Kind of crazy. Um, he didn't have as many home runs as you would think. He only had 267. But his output, they said, graded above average his whole career. Um he has an outstanding war, too, so he definitely made the best of his opportunities. Um, other moves, let's see. Uh, I think. Evaldi got re-signed by the Red Sox. Was that? Oh, that's right. Oh, I was just going to say, didn't Napoli like, tear his ACL last season in like, the minors or something? Something like that happened. Either way, his average wasn't up. and Yeah, he he did have some injuries over the last couple of years. So yeah, I think that's why. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, another and, uh, random retire. Miguel Montero. Yeah. I heard also. Oh, retired. I didn't even know that. So hey. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Miguel? 
Uh, well, he's, he's big in the World Series. He had a kind of an underrated hit. He had the one that technically won the game, you know. Yeah, it was a grand was slam. It, I was jaw-dropped. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. But he was too. Yeah. I will give yeah, him a... some credit, though. He was really good at pitch framing, and I know he left the Cubs on bad terms, but before that, I mean, he – he was one of the better catchers for a couple seasons there. He really was. Right before he signed with the Cubs, he had some great seasons with the Diamondbacks. So, yeah, I mean, have a great career, Miggy. And uh, I mean, I'll always be thankful he's on that World Series team forever. So you're always going to think of him. So yeah. He'll always be a Cubs legend just because of the Grand Slam and how loud That's right. the stadium goes. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a random news. Um, Kyler yep. Murray won Heisman. Has a trophy, but um, I think it was his agent or something said that he's going to be, he's still going to be at spring training for the A's next year. Isn't that crazy? So, yeah. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, he was drafted by the A's, I believe. And yeah, the A's. And the first, like, it was an early pick. It was in the top five picks. It might have even been his first or second round, but I think it was first round. Yeah, it was and first the round. Like yeah. Something so he's like still going to play. Yeah, but I think he has to because he signed – I'm pretty sure he signed a contract. So Yeah, he did. Yeah, Fish was signed a contract. But then and he, he will still be drafted to play. For, like he okay. said if it's possible, he wants to. But I'm not really sure how he would do that. Like would he take a year off, like maybe on a free agency year and, instead of going signing? He just and I'm in the to, minority. I'm in the minority in this, but I – maybe not, but – he should probably go the baseball route because you're going to have a longer career, most likely. It's and going to be short. Money too. Yep. If, if that's what he's in for. Look yeah. at Jeff Samarja. I know he's had some up and down years, but he's still playing. And he would have been out of the league by now if he was a wide receiver. So. Look at Bartolo Colon. He's still playing. Yeah, big sexy. I hope he gets signed somewhere. There was a fun fact. I don't remember the player, but there was speaking of random news. Um, Bartolo was drafted. Uh, the day he was drafted, there was a player that was born. I'm sure there's been a couple that eventually got a hit off of Bartolo. That's how long he's been in the game. So there's, I think there's a few people where he's faced sons of, I know there is, he faced some sons of people he played baseball with too. So it's kind of crazy. Um, no, how about the yeah. Orioles signed Bartolo Colon? You know, Seriously, like seriously, that actually is not a bad idea because he'd eat some innings and get people coming to the games. I mean, yeah, it's not a bad idea, really. You're not crazy on that. Yeah, that's that's about what they should do. They should get some inning leader guys. Get some veteran leadership. To the, get uh, Edwin Jackson again. Call yeah. up uh, Lackey. Yeah, get Lackey, sign him again. I'm trying to think if there's any players that I don't want. Eh. Chatwood. They can have Chatwood. You know, the Cubs, we're both Cubs fans, and if the Cubs want to pay the Orioles to have them, I'm okay with that too. So, although that being said, he could bounce back, and with the Cubs luck, he'd have a good season next year. So, either way, he doesn't have room to start. So I don't know what well, the they're going to do. I mean, he had he had really good stuff, but it's no control whatsoever. 
No, he walked. He led the majors in walks, I think, and didn't pitch the last month. He didn't even play the whole season. No, he didn't. I don't think he literally played that close either. No, I think he had like one appearance in August and maybe one in September. But when you're not playing in garbage time, you know that they don't want you out there. So, yeah, it's a mess. Uh, it wasn't even good. Yeah. So we have about a minute left. What team? So we're going to do an episode in the middle of the week, right? About some news. Just and then what team are we doing? Yeah. What team are we doing next Saturday? Um, let's see. Um, I guess it would be the Blue Jays, right? Okay. And I have a friend that's yeah. from the area. He's a Canadian and hopefully I'm working things out with his agent. So, <laughs> he said he hopes to be on. So, that should be good. Then you don't have to hear us as much. But, you know, it was a good episode. We'll run out of time. Any last remarks, Jeremy? Uh, well, just on the topic of the Blue Jays, they have a very interesting young player who will likely be playing next season. So, that will be a fun yeah. one to talk about. And we will tease that. We will talk about it next time. We'll run out of show. We thank you. Follow us on Twitter. And we'll keep you updated and we'll get better at this. Thanks, guys. Thanks.